Welcome to Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs, the podcast for busy and high-performing entrepreneurs and leaders who are looking to create more energy and optimize their health while upgrading their brain and personal performance with precision. I am your host, Julian Hayes II. I've been involved with health and performance for over a decade. This podcast was created for the high performer who is unapologetically ambitious, the one who moves at a fast pace and operates with an edge, the one who wants to become superhuman. Nothing here is fluff, gimmicky, or feel good. I have little to no interest in simply helping you improve your life. I want to help transform it. By listening to this podcast, expect to have a body that feels just as good as it looks. Expect to possess a swagger and style that gives off an infectious vibe. Expect to command a stage or any boardroom you walk into with your executive presence. And lastly, expect to become your most enhanced self so you can live a limitless life. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to another episode of Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs. I am your host, Julian Hayes II, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about exercise, and specifically, why exercise is an absolute must for entrepreneurs and leaders. And this is going beyond just the physical. We know the obvious, such as getting a six-pack, getting off medications, getting ready for the beach, looking great with the lights on or off no matter what, becoming a sex appeal, and whatever other external metric that comes to mind. But for entrepreneurs and leaders, it's much bigger than that. There's a performance metric that's important. There's a performance metric that, in fact, you absolutely must pay attention to. But before I go any further, I was actually inspired to make this episode about exercise due to hearing about the COVID-15, and I couldn't believe what I heard. I mean, is this really a thing, the COVID-15? How is this possible? I saw another stat, and it talked about 76% of Americans have put on 16 pounds at least since the start of the quarantine, and I couldn't believe that. I still don't believe that number. I'm not sure if I believe 76%. That's a lot of people. I can't fandom putting on 16 pounds since the beginning of lockdown. Putting on 16 pounds is not easy. But, and I say that because if we have anything right now, if there's anything that we have right now, we definitely have time. And I think the majority of people who have put on this substantial weight during this time is generally just lazy and needs to lay off consuming social media, watching the news, getting engulfed in politics, um, getting uh, engulfed in Facebook conversations, arguing about race or politics or whatever else comes up on Facebook. It's a, it's a dark area of the internet. But there's another contingency, uh, contingency of people where there's a little more nuance to the situation. They're not just lazy. There's actually things going on that is preventing them from exercising consistently, that's preventing them from being at their best. 
And this episode is for them, that type of person. At the beginning of the quarantine, you probably thought no biggie. But over time, uh, a psychological toll probably has started to kick in. And this psychological toll, it looks different for each of us. If your business, your home life, or your relationships were affected, then you were definitely thrown out of your routine. And most likely, you gained weight. And I'm willing to put house money on stress and overwhelm being the main reason for your weight gain and the main reason for the consistency with training falling off. But here's the thing, though, and this happens to be a perfect opportunity also to remember um, what I talk about so much when it becomes a uh, when I talk about systems and the mentality around systems. And here's a scenario that we can look at here. So we have the typical individual, and I don't care who you are, most likely, when you are stressed, you are going to eat. And this is normal. And when I talk about stress here, this can be emotional, this can be mental, or it can be physical stress. Regardless of the type of stress that is showing up in the moment, our body is using up energy. And to lessen this load, in the case this is stress here that we're talking about, you're probably going to stuff your face. This is part of our survival genes that has gotten us here in this moment. And so you're not also you're also not going to feel like exercising because that requires you to use up some energy that you already feel like you don't have in the first place. So when you eat and you're eating these dense, these rich and these comforting foods that just make you feel so good, the stress seems to just go away. And hence this is why we have the name comfort foods. But here's the thing, though. This is a double-edged sword, especially when the root cause of the stress hasn't been addressed and fully rooted out of the ground. And so this leads to overeating. And overeating without training, obviously, is going to lead to weight gain. And the next thing you know, those 15 to 20 pounds have shown up. That bikini that you have isn't looking so good on you. You're not feeling like the man that you typically feel like. Your swagger is a little low. It's in the red, like it's an iPhone and it needs charging. So not exercising in this situation is coming from various other aspects of your life from uh, that's out of order. And everything that's going on right now, it's not your fault. But not taking care of your health is your fault. The government the news stations, your clients, your partner, your colleagues, the gym, nor anyone else is at fault with your health. You see, you have more control over your health than you think. You control what you put into your mouth. You control moving your body every day. You have full control over that. The caveat, though, with all of this in the world we live in right now is that it's going to look a little different than it did pre-quarantine. You might not have your gym. You might not have, but you have outside. You have your garage. You have your living room. You have your studio. Wherever, there's somewhere that you can get some movement in. There's always something. And it's easy right now to let ourselves feel hopeless, to feel helpless, to fall into self-pity. Woe is me. 
It's easy to feed into the fear-mongering news that's on every day, a constant cycle. But at the end of the day, we have to make the most of whatever we have in this moment. I mean, it's as simple as that. And it's with that that I ask, if you're struggling with weight right now, if you've gained weight during this quarantine, if you're not feeling like yourself during this quarantine, what's stopping you from making a change? Like right now, in this very moment. Because it all starts with a decision. No matter the goal, it all starts with a decision. Building a successful company, it all started with a decision. Building a high-performing body started with a decision. And I remind myself every day, and I, I advise you to remind yourself as well, as an entrepreneur and leader, you have an obligation to exercise. You have an obligation to show up the best that you can at this moment. Because it's in these moments of chaos and uncertainty and fear, this is where leaders like us are needed the most. So maintaining these healthy habits, it's a must as an entrepreneur and leader. How can you expect to take care of your clients right now, your customers, your staff, when your own needs aren't being met? So making yourself a priority right now, this allows you to truly maximize your energy and increases your ability to care for others. So as an entrepreneur and leader, exercising five to six times a week is a necessity. For the general population, the average person that's just walking down the street, three to four days is enough for them. They're just trying to look good naked and they're concerned with burning fat and just training the body. But you the entrepreneur, the leader, you need five to six days because you also have to be mentally sharp and operate with an unwavering focus each and every day. It's not just about training the body with you, but you're also concerned with training the brain as well. Your purpose with exercise is to make your brain as resilient as it can be and to remove as much stress as possible so you are not distracted in the boardroom nor when it's family time. And that leads me into these four reasons why exercise is so critical for entrepreneurs. It leads me into this point here of why exercising gives entrepreneurs an unfair advantage when they truly commit to it. And so reason number one is to operate daily with elite level memory. So I like to think of our memory as our brain's filing system. Everything you learn is stored here. And as an entrepreneur and leader, there's tons of important aspects to your job and even your personal life. And all of those require good memory. And one overlooked area though, when it comes to memory, but it's critically important, is networking and relationships in general. And remembering those small and obscure details from the contacts you meet, that's going to create a more favorable impression and opportunities around them. And even in your business, thinking and remembering those small, minor details, they make all the difference because that's what truly separates you from the top percent. So you're in the top percent, but then there's a a top 5%, there's a top 2% within that top 10%. And looking at those obscure details is what's the separating factor when you're already playing at a level that's great. 
So to improve our memory here, here's the good news. Marathon sessions at the gym, those aren't a necessity. So you don't need to do two-hour workouts to improve your memory, to improve your brain functioning here. According to a study published in the Journal of Cognitive Neuroscience, scientists found that after six weeks of short bouts of interval training, over the course of 20 minutes, improvements were made to the participant's memory 20 minutes is all it took. And this is largely due to exercise helping to support BDNF. And for those who aren't familiar with BDNF, it stands for brain-derived neurotropic factor. And it's simply a protein that supports the growth, the functioning, and the survival of your brain cells. And so consistently exercising is preventing the impairment of these brain cells, as well as it's going to keep you coordinated and sharp throughout time. And exercising now is helping you to preserve um, this excellent cognitive functioning well into your 70s, your 80s, your 90s, and your 120s, and much beyond. And now we talk about our memory here. The next part of this part of uh, exercising and it truly unlocking our brain is reason number two, and that has to do with operating with laser-like focus and attention. And so no matter where you stand on the political lane, whatever you are, Democrat, Republican, or whatever. Um, I don't like titles. I don't know why people are so strongly with these political things, but that's another conversation for another day. But regardless if you love them or hate them, Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama were so revered due to their ability to give people their undivided attention. They were charismatic. That helps as well. They also made people feel important, actually like the most important person in the room. And I see a lot of politicians and public figures do this. They're the perfect people to study when it comes to human behavior and getting through to people, which ironically is actually the name of a very good book that you should check out if you're looking to improve your communications and relationships with people. But anyway, I digress. Being able to pay attention, to fully pay attention, sounds relatively simple, but few entrepreneurs are able to do this. Few people right now are especially able to do this in the quarantine and the heightened emotional turmoil and environment that we live in right now, at least in America. That's all I can speak of. And this explains some of the weight gain issues. I think people are just distracted from what's important, distracted from their everyday lives. But nevertheless, though, a 2010 study in Harvard found that 47% of our waking hours we're thinking about something other than what we're actually doing in the moment. So being able to give your undivided attention to a person or some specific task at hand, that's going to separate you from the competition. Something as simple as being able to do deep work, which is the name of another good book. It's Cal Newport, essential read as well. Um, information these days. In 2020, information isn't the, comp- the key um, tool that gives you the unfair advantage. It's not the key to success anymore. Information's everywhere. I can look up anything I want with a simple Google search. A big part of success now, it's as simple as sitting down, concentrating and getting some actual work done. And so when it comes to attention spans and exercising, a study published in the journal Plus One, which was carried out by researchers from the University of Granada, 
They found that those who do physical activities such as running or playing sports can improve the functioning of their central nervous system and their autonomic nervous system. And over time, what this is going to do, this is going to give you higher levels of time perception, sustained attention, and many, many other important cognitive abilities. So as we move on to the third reason, it's about increasing your creativity and your problem-solving skills. So I'm going to name a few names here. I'm sure you've heard of these people. We have Aristotle, Sigmund Freud, Harry Truman, Charles Dickens, Charles Darwin, Frederick Nietzsche, Beethoven. So what do all those people have in common? And I'm sure you've guessed correctly, since this episode is about exercising, that all of those people took advantage of exercising. And if you think about it, it makes sense. It's very practical. A body that's in motion is going to stand a better chance and have a higher likelihood of finding some type of inspiration. And because you're generating through moving your body, you're generating positive emotions. And that's going to lead to you um, busting through and getting through perceived chokeholds, moments where you feel stuck or simply tough times like um, people like to call the moments that we're in right now. And if you look at the big picture, as an entrepreneur, one of your main jobs is to simply solve problems and to see that the vision comes to fruition. And to accomplish this, obviously, you're going to need a very resilient and sharp brain that is functioning at its very best day in and day out. And one way to do this is through the simple act of walking. Something as simple as walking. Walk when the sun's out to get some vitamin D. And look at that. Now you're stacking. You're getting multiple benefits. So in a 2014 study at Stanford, scientists found that when people are walking, their creative output increased by an average of 60%. And for even greater benefits, for those of you who live near some nature, taking a stroll through nature led to even more mental benefits. So just the simple act of walking can help you start to build a stronger and more higher performing brain. And our last point here is reason number four, and it is about operating with and exuding executive presence. And I've talked about executive presence a lot, and I've, I've definitely mentioned it before, but it's worth noting again, in Sylvia Ann Hewlett's book, Executive Presence, she described executive presence as three aspects, gravitas, communication, and appearance. And so when we think about gravitas, this is helping you to project confidence. And communication is about effectively delivering your message. And appearance isn't solely about being the most toned, the most muscular. It's instead, it's about presenting the best version of yourself. Because when you do that, there's a confidence, there's an aura, and there's a vibe that is just given off. There's a swagger that's given off. And these kind of things naturally occur when you're the type of person who consistently exercises and commits to training with intention and intensity. And exercise plays a pivotal role in managing our levels of anxiety along with our very perception of ourselves. There's a lot of people whose business right now has taken huge hits. A lot of times it's been out of their control. Some people's 
businesses aren't even going to make it out of this quarantine. And that sucks. And a lot of times, those same people whose business is not going to make it out of this quarantine, it wasn't their fault. It was completely taken out of their hand. And in those very different moments, whatever your scenario is, those are moments where you can bleed into, or I should say merge, the state of your business into the state of your self-worth. And it has, and it just becomes one thing. So the way your business goes is the way your worth and mood is. And this is a common thing among entrepreneurs. I've done it myself. And sometimes I, I still find myself putting my self-worth on the performance of my business, on the performance of the latest column that I write or the latest podcast that I write, how many listeners did my podcast get, how much revenue did my business bring in this month, and sometimes putting my self-worth based on those external results. That's a dangerous thing to do. And moving back into this, a study published in the Journal of Health Psychology found that the simple act of exercising, and not even just fitness itself, overall fitness itself, but just exercising, that can start to convince you that you look better. And this goes back into um, having an aura and a vibe about yourself, just a better glow and feel about life, a zest. Your posture is going to change. And so as we wrap all these things together, you're going to see an entrepreneur who is more confident, who is cooler under pressure, who is decisive, emotionally intelligent, charismatic, and they're more effective at articulating their vision. And um, importantly for, and what's importantly right now, someone who isn't going to let the external um, circumstances of the world right now bring their health down. There's a lot of people right now who are letting the various things that are going on in the world right now affect the way they live. In particular, their mood and how that affects them with their exercising. So making exercise, no matter the circumstances, a non-negotiable, it's not just setting you up for business success and to um, operate with an edge over the competition. It's setting you up to be around to enjoy the fruits of your labor with those who are most important to you. Exercising consistently over weeks changes nearly a third of your entire genome on an epigenetic level. But with that said, life is different for most of us now. It's, it's much different than it was just a few months ago. And we have to acknowledge this reality. You have to acknowledge it actually before you move forward. So the last thing I'm going to do here is to share a few questions that will help you re-up with your exercise. To reconnect of sorts or to get back in attack mode, to get back on the offensive instead of just playing defense the whole time. I'll tell you my mindset right now. It's been a lot in my life that has happened during this quarantine, a lot of things. And when it comes to my fitness and my health, I've doubled down on it even more. You know, the coronavirus, this this whole coronavirus thing going on, it's made me even more aware of how important it is for our health. And as with that said, that I'm aiming to get in the best shape of my life during this quarantine. I'm aiming to come out of this quarantine better in every single aspect of my life. That's the mindset I want you to have. 
that's the mindset of someone that's becoming superhuman to work on their emotions, their, their mentality, their physicality, and to improve it though steadily. That's a superhuman mentality. Now, if you want some support, some accountability, and a world-class plan laid out to become superhuman, then signing up for my shit is a very good idea, and we should talk about that. But if you want to do it for yourself right now, let's go through a few questions and steps to get you back in the right mentality with that. So step one is concerning your goals. Before the virus, think back before the virus, before COVID, the corona, early part of the year, when you were full of ambition, it was still early in 2020. What was your number one health and fitness goal for that year? What were you trying to do? And when you think of that, the next thing to ask yourself is, is accomplishing that goal still a possibility? In the rare case that it's not right now, should you choose a different goal to make it more um, match up with the current reality that we're living in? And if, if, if that's the case, what does the new goal need to be? Write it out, have, lay it out so you can see it every day and remind yourself of what you're building toward. Now, step two is all about strategy. So before the virus, what was your main strategy to accomplish that number one fitness goal? And if that goal is still a possibility, in what ways have your current circumstances affected that strategy? In other words, an example is maybe you're at home now and your family's there as well. And maybe that has maybe altered your routine a little bit and you haven't adjusted fully yet. And so that moves us to the next um, part of this here. Are there actions that need to, or I should say, and can be taken regardless of what's happening in your world right now? So can you run three times a week and then lift weights three times a week regardless of what's going on in the world right now? Probably so. And have you been taking those actions? That's a simple yes or no. And then if not, what's stopping you from taking those actions? Just write that down and get it out of your head. And if you were to dig deeper and get to the root cause, what's the real reason why you haven't been taking those actions? That's the fun part. Because generally, the first answer we give on why we don't do something, that's very very surface level but it's not the core to the root it's not enough to really shake us up to really really change us so i recommend you ask yourself why why am i not doing this and ask it a few times four to five times and then after you get to the root cause here what needs to be done in order to ensure that you take the actions that you need to How can you keep yourself accountable to doing what you say you need to do and you want to do? How can you do that? It's a very important thing because it takes a village to succeed. There is no such thing as a self-made entrepreneur. There is no such thing as a lone wolf. We all need help. So step three of this process, it's all about your habits and your key actions. What are the major actions, and KPIs of your life. 
What are the major actions and KPIs of your life? It's worth repeating. It's worth to know. What are the big one, the big actions that you must take every single day? The big KPIs that you must hit at the end of every week. Is it six workouts? Maybe it's 10 workouts. Maybe you're doing cardio and lifting weights. Whatever it is, know your numbers. And how can you keep momentum despite the current circumstances? There's a lot of things right now that can drain us emotionally, that can drain us mentally. There's a lot of distractions in the world right now. How can you keep momentum day in, day out, week after week after week? How can you do that? Write that down. Is your morning and your nights, are they scripted and planned out? I always said the first 90 minutes and the last 90 minutes of the day are very important because they dictate a lot. Have those things planned out and scripted. So step four is all about your environment and your infrastructure. Is your current home environment set up in a way that is conducive to your number one health and fitness goal? Easy examples here. What kind of food do you have in your house? When you're stressed, which you will be at some point, we tend to get very impulsive. So what's around for you to grab that's impulsive? Is it something that's nourishing? Or is it something that will probably place you further away from the goals that you want? That's a simple, that's a simple example right there. And after you answer that question of your home environment being conducive to your goal, if it's not, then what do you need to do to give yourself a home court advantage to where the odds are working in your favor? And the last step of this process is step five. And this is about your mindset. You know, life is imperfect. And, but it's also not as bad as we think it is sometimes. And I'm talking to myself here because sometimes I tend to catastrophize things and I, I, I blow them out of proportion. I think it's part of the human experience. And we've all been affected in some form or fashion during this quarantine, during this lockdown. Some of us have lost people. Some of us have seen our income, our savings dwindling down. And we might feel we have no control over that. Some of us are having relationship problems. Um, whatever the case, we're all being affected right now. And good questions to ask yourself. A lot of times, we want to avoid that. Avoid that big elephant in the room that we know is driving a lot of stress, is driving a lot of fear, is driving a lot of arguments. We want to avoid those uncomfortable truths, those uncomfortable conversations. But I challenge you to ask yourself, what are you most afraid of? What are you most stressed about right now? When it comes to exercising, what's getting in the way of you training each morning? What's getting in the way of you eating three to four times a day according to your nutrition plan? What's getting in the way of you getting seven to nine hours of sleep every night? And that depends on whatever amount you need. What's getting in the way of you having enriching and fulfilling relationships right now? What's getting in the way of, of you taking your business to the next level? 
These are all tough questions to ask at times, especially if we're struggling and we don't have a lot of confidence in it at the moment. It's a hit to our ego. Another thing to ask yourself, what negative habits and actions have you displayed during this quarantine? This quarantine has exposed us in a lot of ways. It's exposed a lot of people. And some good, some bad. And a lot of our character has shown out, you know, in negative, tough moments. True character, who you are, shows up. And so I'm sure for a lot of us, there are some negative habits that have showed up. What lessons can you extract from those negative moments? And how can you grow stronger from them? And the last part about the mindset here is, what systems do you need in your life right now that will help you mitigate these potential negative habits from coming up? So if you know you have a problem with stress eating or skipping your workout, what system or method or habit could you put in your life right now that would help you not stress eat, that would help you not skip that training session? We're all different with that. And you know you best. There's a million different possibilities. So as we land this ship here, pain is inevitable. And we'll all eat a shit sandwich at some point in time. And when we get punched, that's when shit gets real. It's easy to stay in shape, make sound nutritional decisions when life is going well. And the conveniences of life are there for us. We're able to stay in our perfect routine. But life is anything but perfect. And persistence, perseverance is essential. That is if accomplishing your goals, accomplishing those goals that you say is important and that you want, then persistence and perseverance is necessary. And the big picture to remember though as well is that an entrepreneur and as a leader you have an obligation to exercise you have an obligation to stay as mentally sharp and ready as possible and if you're stuck or you keep trying to hit a goal and you continually fall short then let's have a talk let's expose some of those blind spots and so as always any questions or thoughts feel free to hit me up on social or shoot me an email at julian at theartoffitnessandlife.com. And with that said, thanks for tuning in to another episode. And until next time, stay awesome and be limitless. Peace. If you are a high-performance entrepreneur, leader, or executive looking to supercharge your energy, and become the most enhanced version of yourself without the guesswork and you're tired of cookie cutter templates randomly guessing and hoping the next thing will work and you actually want a precise and bespoke health optimization and performance roadmap that is in-depth data-driven and custom tailored specifically for you then my superhuman coaching programs are probably a good fit for you no stones will be left untouched now It's not a good fit for you if you are someone who does not want to invest the time, the commitment, nor the energy into getting the results. But if you are someone who is ready to start their end of one journey, upgrade their body and brain with precision, 
and truly live a limitless life, I invite you to apply by heading over to theartofitisinlife.com forward slash us. And you'll get the opportunity to talk with me for 60 minutes and we'll take a deep dive into where you currently are and where you're trying to go. And then we'll decide if this is a good fit for you and me. And if it is, I'll extend an invitation for us to work together. Once again, to apply, head over to theartoffitnessinlife.com forward slash us. I look forward to hearing from you.